Hello there, and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host, Baylor, joined as always by my co-host, Connor. And today, we're going to hit a couple of different pretty big topics and uh, just kind of go over what's been happening in the last few weeks. Uh, Connor and I have just moved, which is why there was a hiatus of uh, episodes. We are broadcasting from a completely new studio. A completely new studio. Live uh, studio audience. <laughs> in front of a live ostrich. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we're uh, we're ready to roll, ready to get back into it, and uh, boy, have we missed some pretty intense stuff. I think the last time we had an episode, we were talking Sweet 16 for March Madness, and now it's all over. In Kansas is your men's national championship in college basketball, and boy, was that some March Madness. The entire tournament was wild, and I think that last half, I mean, the whole game was pretty much fitting for this year's tournament. It was a phenomenal game. It was so good. Ups and downs for both teams. Phenomenal in a weird way. It's not like both teams played great basketball the entire time. Kansas sucked for the entire 10 minutes there in the first half, at least. North Carolina was terrible at the beginning of the second half. But it made for a wicked entertaining game. And uh, what it, when it comes down to it, I just want the national championship game to be... I want the last couple seconds to matter. I don't want there to be two minutes left and everyone's like, okay, there we go, that's it. Let's just run the clock. Uh, yeah, that's what you want in every championship, right? You kind of want a good game the whole way through. But if those last closing minutes or seconds aren't good, that kind of just is a bummer i guess yeah and it just like you said it it fit the tournament the tournament was so wild with the ups and downs with so many people's final fours completely getting decimated before even you know the the i mean so many people had final four people out by and and the swings first and second round the swings in all the games too there were teams down pretty big came back and win teams just didn't show up for little portions of game here and there this last game fully encapsulated the whole whole tournament in my mind it did i mean and you always love um at least i always love when you get somebody that's not a one two or a three seed in the championship game uh unc fun fact uh had a chance to tie the record for lowest seed to ever win the tournament as the 1985 Villanova Wildcats uh, are the lowest seeded team to ever win the March Madness tournament at number eight. And eight seeds are now, after last night, one in three all time in championship games. So, you know, it is cool to see an eight seed, even though it is a typical basketball school. That yeah, it's North Carolina. If I just told you it was North Carolina and Kansas in the uh, in the championship game, nobody, That's weird. Yeah, That's normal. nobody's thinking twice about that. They're like, oh, that makes sense. But then you look at it and it's, it's like an eight versus a one. That's an eight versus a one. And it came down to, I mean, UNC had a chance to tie it multiple times. Well, they had a 15-point lead at halftime, right? Yeah, 15 points. Yeah, crazy. And 40 to 25. And it just goes to show with sports, you get a hot 
at the right moment. You, you can go on a run. North Carolina was decent for most of the year, just kind of okay. They got hot at the right stretch of the season and end up in a final. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that game against Duke, that was really impressive. I mean, they handed Coach K his last loss at home. They handed Coach K his last loss ever. Which is, I mean, everyone's like, oh, Coach K, it would have been nice if he goes out on top. I think this was, this was just fitting. But what a treat to see UNC and Duke. In the tournament for the first time ever, and it just and, and, happens and, and to, to be, be Coach se- K's last game. And it game. also is the semifinals. Like, it wasn't Insane. even like, yeah, it, it was absolutely nuts. Um, lots of big dogs. All the big dogs, except for Kansas, went out crazy early. I mean, we had... Let's see. We have Kansas. Not uh, yeah. So Kansas was one seed. Gonzaga was a one seed. Arizona. Arizona was a one and seed. And Baylor. And Baylor. And Gonzaga, Arizona, and Baylor all lost in this Sweet Sixteen, right? Uh, Baylor got knocked out by UNC in, in the, the 32. thirty-two. That's right. They were the first one to go down. So three of the four ones didn't make it. And Gonzaga and to the final four or to the Elite Eight. Yeah, Gonzaga yeah. and Arizona lost in the Sweet 16. Yes, that sounds right. That's absolutely insane to me. Wild. And my bracket was trash. And then, of course, Kentucky losing to St. Peter's, and then St. Peter's beating uh, uh, Murray State in the round of 32. And then go and beat Purdue, make it to the Elite Eight. Where they got absolutely thrashed by North Carolina. I mean, they beat a 2-3 and a 7 as a 15 seed. It is the the best run, I think, from one of those lower seeds. I don't uh, think, it's I the best don't, one I've, think, I've personally seen, I believe. I don't. Yeah, I don't think we've seen anything quite like that. Did you see that their uh, top three players, St. Peter's, just applied for or just went into the transfer portal? Um the players, yeah, they're the top coach three moved players. on uh, too. Tuesday the f- uh, Tuesday the fifth um, is when that notification came through. Yeah, that was um, I was kind of surprised to see that, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, Peacock Exodus was the title that ESPN St. Peter's Star Trio of Daryl Banks, Matthew Lee, and Doug Eddard enter the transfer portal. Yep, and then coach left i think the coach is now at seton hall wow that's a decent program you get a good coach and a decent basketball program yeah and uh seton hall is still in jersey i'm pretty sure which is where st pete is yeah so he's not going super far the uh i mean obviously he's more well known but seton hall might see a little uptick in recruiting with this dude I don't know. Good story. Might draw a little bit of attention. We'll see. But it does kind of make me sad that you have one good run and the coach and your best three players are like, I, I'm out of this trash small school and going on to a big name school, which I like the tournament because well, it gives those small schools a chance to be noticed. But then when their best players and their great coach move on because but they isn't have that what isn't that what college is for, right? Giving yourself opportunities to move forward in life like that whole kind of thing yeah but you're telling me that these guys 
Yeah, but do you not think that these guys could have gone pro had they stayed at St. Peter's and continued to play the way they did? I doubt these dudes are going pro regardless. So what? why are they transferring? Big, just bigger school. Why? Why do you go to a bigger school? You were just in the Elite Eight of the biggest tournament in basketball you were. at you your were. level. You, I, I mean, Seton Hall didn't make it that far. No, they did not. But it's the... Like, would you rather play D2 college football or would you rather play in the SEC? If I got a chance to win the championship, I'd give a sh- I think I'd rather... You'd rather test yourself. Fair. I think. As a competitor, if you know you're not going pro, why not test yourself a little bit? That That's, that's the only thing, but test yourself a little bit was going to the was putting yourself in the top eight teams in the country not testing yourself a little bit and playing the that's ultimate pretty, that's cha- pretty cool but and what, ultimately played, losing to the ch- losing to the champion you how played, is that not testing yourself you played four games at the highest level now you're gonna play a whole season against better opponents against better more talent yeah but i, I just I, I don't understand i i <laughs> Yes, I understand against playing against bigger competition. If you're a competitor, you should never be scared of more competition. But what I'm saying, if your end goal is to play basketball in college and potentially win a championship, I really, I, I don't know. I feel like they have just a good a chance. Well, well here you go. Would you want? Would you rather play St. Peter's as they do at Seton Hall? Would you rather play baseball or, in Korea and win championships, or play in the MLB? But see, that's different because that would no. Yes, it is because that's like saying that the Koreans get to compete in the World Series once postseason starts. They, they don't. They have their that's own what term- I'm they saying. They have their own tournaments though, and can but make- that's it's not. I'm that's it's not the same tournament as the best. They still get to play against the best for that title that those same people are playing for. Okay, Kansas here we go. played. I Kansas, got this perfect. Villanova, I got, I got this perfect. Duke, UNC all played for the exact same title I got it, that St. Peter's was playing for. I, I, have, I have the appropriate analogy now. European soccer, would you rather play and win, t- win and compete in Austria and then be able to play in the Champions League there? Or move to England and play in the Premier League and still be able to play Champions League. Well, that's different. That's your career. Hmm. How's that different? That's their career. They are playing the sport. That's why these basketball dudes are moving. They're moving for basketball. Yes, basketball. I, I understand. Their education is going to be the same. Well, obviously, slightly different, but they're still going to end with their education, graduate. They're just wanting to challenge themselves as athletes a little more. Challenge yourself as an athlete. Why don't you win every game in your season? You can, but 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 if you're better than those guys. So beat them. Every day. Yeah. And until you do that, don't ask to be moved up until you can tell me that you can beat these guys every day. Mm, I don't know. What's the point of moving up if you can't if you can't even conquer where you're at, dude? When I was they in, they did conquer. When, when they I was okay, their when I was in, when I was in rec soccer, when, when I was in rec soccer, 
we would go up a division if we were undefeated. Yeah. Because we were better than every single person at our age level. Yeah. So we moved up and played up in a division uh-huh. as a whole team, right? Mm-hmm. Right? But they wouldn't let us do that for a one-win season because they said, no, 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 there's still somebody out there that might give you a run. We literally went. We It was like 12-1 and one season, and they did not push us up. And the next season, we went 13-0, and 0, and they pushed us up. Sure, but did you ever have a kid who was clearly better than the team? Yes. Like a very yes. clearly best player on that team? Yes. Go play for a different team? Because they're going to put them up against better competition and that kid can get better and improve? Uh, I was not going up and... Okay, so that's... But that's... When the whole team would go up, mm-hmm. we would move as a team. Yeah, but this but isn't about you, the But team. then you change to a... We, the only time that would happen was when we're doing... When I sw- the whole system changed and then players would get moved around... Like the players had no say. Yeah, but this isn't about the all team. About, it was all about the system. These the peacock system players, players. It's not about the team though. Because it's about the coach challenging because, no, himself what, and what, the players challenging that is, himself. What that is, it's like the baseball and its farm system. Yeah. I was playing on. I was playing on the minor league team, and yeah, people got called up to the majors for sure. And yeah, they'd so, also so get, and thing? they'd also, and they'd also get sent back down. So what, what's your deal with these kids moving then? Because I'm just saying you can't use that's not a you can't that's not a good example to argue that because it, it was a different scenario that's like a different comparison that's not moving to a different team the, playing for the same title that is moving completely different levels because for me I don't care what division your college is if at the end of the day you're playing for the same championship as the big dogs you're in the same boat. For me, the league depends on what title you're playing for. If you're playing for the same title, you're in the same damn league. I don't care what the divisions are. I don't care. You cannot, because that would be like, okay, you know, best team in the AHL gets a spot in the NHL playoffs. What? No. College is different, though. What about football? Do, does... CSU compete for the same national championship as Alabama? The answer is yes. Do you have a problem with the CSU football player transferring to Alabama to challenge themselves in the SEC? Try to improve by practicing and playing against better players? Difference is small schools get a chance in basketball. Do they? St. Peter's just made it to the Elite Eight. Which yes, is, they which do. is ridiculously way, way overachieving. And they get that opportunity at most four times a year to play against that level of competition. Yes, but the, the school as a whole just gets like that's when small schools like that just get screwed. Anytime they have any good players that have good runs, they immediately are up and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't understand why. That's all this is about, is I don't understand. Because they want to challenge themselves. There's a way to challenge yourself without just saying, nah, dude, I'm going to go somewhere where I can make more money off that NIL. You or get, going you somewhere get, where you're at a big name school, where you're more famous. It's all Pete, about no, clout, Saint, dude. No, no it's, it's all not. about clout. No way. St. Pete played four games against the top level of players, right? 
now these kids go play at Seton Hall. They're more consistently playing against better players. Or the coach went to Seton Hall. I don't know where these dudes are going. The coach gets to coach against better recruiting classes, better players, more consistently every single day. So he's challenging himself, hopefully going to improve as well at his craft. Okay, so let's say... I don't know if these guys are going pro. You're telling me that they're not. So if they're not going pro, right, that... Why would you want to go to a place where there will be pro players coming out of and fight for time playing with them when you don't need to. It's different. It's different if you're going from CSU to Alabama because CSU doesn't actually get that shot to play against those people, those big teams, unless they're in the playoffs, which you're never going to make because it's just a different thing. But why would you want to go in like when people transfer in football to get playing time, you don't see somebody going from like the second string at CSU to be the fourth string at Alabama. Well, for why are you going to risk your minutes unless you if you're going pro, if you are going pro, I understand you need to be seen. You need to get your name out there. But if you're not going pro, you you should know you're not going pro. So what, say this, this was some of those kids as freshman year. You've got three years left of playing legitimately competitive basketball. And you're going to waste at least one of them on a bench at a big school. Do you want to live that out? Just kind of coasting past kids and playing well, playing a lot. Or do you want to go challenge yourself? Try to get better. Try to do your thing. Why do you play sports? What's the point of every single sport? Well, to win, kind of. And but they, it's also... And you're given the, a legitimate opportunity to do so. You're given a legitimate opportunity to get to the tournament. So if that all th- is if a successful all three, if all season three of for these people, Pete's. If all three of these people stay and their coach, all of them stay and their coach... You're telling me that no high-end prospects are going to transfer there? Because yes. they're like, really? Yes. Do you know why? Because they all are going to leave and everyone knows that. But I'm saying no, if, cause if you can Pete show. And you can go practice in the Pac-12 against better players or top-level who competition. Who does Gonzaga play against? It's the same and thing. And that's the thing. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Why are people more attracted to Gonzaga than St. Pete? Well, that's a whole whole different thing, but that's because it, it, it's not. It's, it's, it's I, the look. It, it's telling me. That's what I'm saying. It's about clout. But there's a completely no! different Gonzaga thing. Gonzaga yes. doesn't play anyone, and they win all but two of their games every year because uh-huh. they play nobody. Yep. But there's that competition within the team, even. That's not at St. Pete. That's not at a smaller school. Because every single time they get somebody good, they transfer after a good season. Which is a bummer, but I completely get it. Like it's hard to I build, don't. but if you have it's hard I to build don't get it unless it's you're hard going to pro. build that sort of thing. But when you look at those kids that go there, they know they've got four years left of playing the sport they love. So why not I, I don't So know. why waste a year of it on a bench when you know you're gonna play at St. Pete? Why waste four years on a team that's not challenging you enough? All right, would you rather would you rather years. win a championship with the Jayhawks and play five minutes in the tournament, 
or would you rather get to the Elite Eight with St. Pete and play as a starter? That's a good one. I don't know. Come on, man. That's my point. I don't understand if you're not going pro. You're putting yourself in your argument of they only I'm not, have I'm some. I'm not saying they're going saying to you're, Kansas, you're, you're though. No I'm, no, I'm not. I know I'm saying they're not going to Kansas, yeah. but I'm saying, like, you're putting yourself out there. They're trying to go to a basketball school. Otherwise, they would stay at St. Pete, correct? What school Maybe. would they go to? That's not a basketball school. Well, they'll go. They'll go play basketball. But they I'm have, saying, like, they you have go a to a bigger better... conference. Like you go play at Wyoming against better teams, but you still get decent minutes. Okay, you go yeah. play at Wyoming, but you get to play better teams, or you even join the Pac-12 and you play some better teams, right? Mm-hmm. But your team never makes it past the round of 64, and they only make the tournament twice of your three years that you're there. Would you have rather given yourself that better competition for those years? Or would you have rather legitimately had a chance to play in the tournament for something? St. Pete doesn't have a real chance to play. Those teams, that's a once in a lifetime run. It's a one off. That's the point. Exactly. Anything can happen in any game. And the odds of St. Pete, the odds of Kansas winning as a one seed are astronomical. Yeah. And so the odds of you getting to the tournament again and having anything is really low. But moving to a bigger school, playing bigger games is guaranteed. If you play. Yeah, they're not going to go to a school where they're not going to play. They're going to go to a school that's a little bit of a step up. I just, it doesn't make sense to me, man. It doesn't make sense to me unless you're going pro. It just doesn't. That's fair. Unless you can 100% guarantee yourself starting minutes on a team that's com- going to be competitive. And even then, with college, it's so finicky. Yeah, you could be like, yeah, dude, I'm transferring to UNC. Oh, wait, all of them either graduated or transferred too. So oh. now this team is also buns. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a <laughs> like, weird it's a weird like, dynamic, but I completely gamble. get it. It's not the professionals where you get it in the free agency. It's only a couple people leave every year. I mean, like if you're building it with a young team in three four years, your entire team is gone. Yep. Yep. I don't know, man. It's a mixed bag. It's a good conversation though. Not at all where I thought this uh, part would go, but probably nowhere near. That's some uh, very candid uh, podcasting there. I can say none of that was scripted and we're not planning to talk about any of that, (laughs) but Hey, I think personally that's the best content. So, um, anything else you got to say about this tournament? It was by far my uh, worst tournament of all time. I didn't look (laughs) at my bracket after the first weekend. I I didn't do very well in my turn in my bracket either, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching all of the games. Um, I had a lot of fun with this tournament. Uh, I always love March Madness, and it never disappoints. So, um, what do you say we move on to some of our local teams? Sure. So, after taking our uh, little break in between segments here, we decided that that is actually going to be the end of the episode. This was supposed to be about a thanks for coming ten-ish minute. Uh, type of segment and it ended up being a whole debate so uh it was a sidebar a little bit of a sidebar but 
gonna get you an extra episode out of it so um i we appreciate you guys for listening all the way to the end here and we will catch you on the next one Hello, Mile High Hot Takes fans. This is your producer, Alex, and I wanted to tell you about another show that I produce called Deep Dive. It's a music plus talk show that guides you through some of the greatest albums of all time, and it's exclusively on Spotify. You'll be able to listen to an iconic album along with the story of the album in between the songs. Search for Deep Dive Albums or click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280HotTakes. Got feedback for us? Send an email to 5280HotTakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Enchilarga Productions. Oh, thank you.